Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Hey, it's the podcast. It's the Simon Says Podcast number 112 plus. No, it's 113. One. Don't. You just don't have to. Well, don't say that. It's the, the same. Ean. It's the same. It's no. 113. Don't it doesn't do count that. if it's 113. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're, we're going to die. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> I will not leave that when I'm pumping gas. I won't leave that number on the readout on the screen, either in the gallons or in the amount uh-huh. I'm paying. I won't do it. Hey, it's the Simon Says Podcast. I'm Sean and Charlie and Maddie are here. Hello. We do the Get Up Show on 98.7 Simon. Please do click a like and a subscribe and whatever you do. So there's a guy who had the most poisonous snake in the world. He was very proud of it. It was his pet. Reptile lover. He had several reptiles for pets. Most poisonous snake in the world. Which is, is that a pit viper? African pit viper, yeah. (laughs) What do you think happens? Oh, they they, uh, they did lots of cuddling. He put a little sweater on <laughs> it. Was it was so sweet. It wore hats. <laughs> he put a sweater on <laughs> You stop stop wiggling out of your sweater. What do you do when you silly goose? Stop flicking your tongue at me. That's your favorite sweater, and you know it. All right, it's kissy kiss time. And? And it's also bite, bitey bite time. Yeah, it's like, I, I never will understand when someone has a collection of poisonous things and it bites them, and then it makes the news. Like yeah. the police had to rush and save them, and they had to get antivenom from the that was it from the Smithsonian. Is that right? Someone yeah. like that. Yeah. So like, they didn't like, have enough. They didn't have enough. Hey, oh. I would never have this deadly thing that lived in my house with me. B, if I did, I wouldn't cuddle with it or handle it in any way. Yeah. And C, I would have the venom nearby or the yeah. anti-venom Can you, nearby. Yeah, that was one thing I was thinking of. It's like, you know, if you've got crazy allergies, you have an EpiPen. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but can you just have snake <laughs> anti-venom? Like, can you just stab yourself with a whole bunch of EpiPens? Oh, I messed up. I messed up again. <laughs> you look online for anti-venom recipes and they tell a whole damn story. The whole life story before they get to the recipe, it drives me crazy. Oh, I like, it's hard to find that button to skip, skip to <laughs> recipe. Kids I was at the um, uh, eye doctor yesterday speaking to reptiles. Yeah. And the lady uh, checking me in. Out of nowhere, like, do you like animals? And I was like, <laughs> I guess. Why? What you got? <laughs> but that's the thing. And she's like, 
Hi, I'm trying to find a home for a bearded dragon. Oh God! Oh, good gravy. And she was, and I was like, "Oh, that's neat. I've got three dogs." She's like, "This thing thinks it's a dog. It hangs out with my friends." Uh, She's no. soliciting you to take a bearded dragon at yes, the eye doctor. She showed me a picture. Um, she said that her friend oh. was getting rid of it because they're getting ready to have a baby, and the problem was is that its habitat takes up too much room in the house. Oh, they're gross. But th- this, th- I was like, do I have the look on my face? Even yeah. And and my it would be just my eyes because I had a mask on. Do my eyes say I want a lizard? You're, yeah, yeah. You're really? a ta- yeah. You're a tattooed bald guy. <laughs> you can see my tattoos. She knew. Mm. She could smell it on you. You look like a lizard man. Yeah, you're a lizard guy. How dare you both? <laughs> Maybe, I just thought it was ooh, funny. I could also be a ferret guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. What? Or he could even be a bird guy. Oh, see. I now, don't know. I, uh, no. We are. We are teetering on the edge of being See? a bird family. My, that's my wife, though. She, Told she, you. We go to a bird store. A pretty bird. <laughs> pretty. <laughs> Do you know I got offered an African gray parrot for free one time? My friend Mark, who has the that. pet store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, I'm crazy about birds. I don't know if y'all knew that or not. But the African gray is one of the best talkers in the whole bird universe. And I was like, he, he said, you can have it. And I've always, always wanted one. And they're usually pretty expensive if you're going to buy one, right? Crazy yeah. expensive, aren't they? They're over a thousand dollars usually. That's yeah, that counts as crazy That's expensive. That's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't do it, and you know why? Why? Because I told him I was like, it wouldn't be fair to the bird, because I don't have that kind of time. I, I'm not going to spend the time with the bird that it deserves. Plus. It'll poop and throw seeds all over my clean house. And well, that's the thing that I have. That's why I don't like birds is because they poop and throw seeds everywhere. But I feel like you and the bird would have the best bonding experience. You would watch re- Wagon Train together. Mm. You would watch um, <laughs> Kojak together. Mm. Columbo. Beretta. I don't, I don't do Beretta. Columbo. Okay, whatevs. But on me anyway, TV, right? You would like <laughs> teach TV. this bird all about the classics. You know what would be embarrassing, though, is you guys know that I talk to myself right out loud when I'm mm-hmm. alone, which is most of the time, all the time. Oh, um, that bird would know all of my blurt outs, all of my intimate blurt outs, and then when people finally do come over... The birds dishing all my secrets. But also you wouldn't oh, look like crazy that. because you'd actually be talking to the bird even though you're really talking to and yourself. Yeah, and eventually it would, st- it would talk back to you. Hmm. But then that might get weird. What if you get in a fight? Can you get in a fight with a bird? I yes. Mean, oh, yeah. Of course you can. I am not. How dare you say that about me? I do not want a cracker. You <laughs> want a cracker, clearly. Ah, you're clean obsessed your, with crackers. Bring your ass. Clean your ass. But back to the snake bite guy, man. Do you remember they used to say that if you were bitten by a poisonous snake, that you cut an X over where it was, where the bite was, and suck the poison out? Didn't you ever hear that? I heard about suck the poison. Yeah, I didn't know about the X part. Yeah, you have to cut to get the poison. But that's that's like an urban legend. You know, it's it happens in wagon train quite a bit. Yes, they just <laughs> but they but they, they it's sort of like siphoning gas where they like suck it out, but then they they don't swallow it. They spit, spit it, it out. out. Yeah. So, but wouldn't it still affect you if it was in your mouth? Mm, I don't think so. But my point is, don't do that. Where was this guy bitten? Do we know on what part of his physiognomy? Oh, <laughs> no, but it it wasn't good. Uh, no matter the what. The part that swelled up. Yeah. I remember seeing a thing. <laughs> the yeah. part with two holes in it. I remember seeing a thing about a guy who was like, he was convinced that snake venom was good for his health. And so he had tons of poisonous snakes and he would he would 
you know, milk them. And yeah, then which is gross. Drink a little bit of the poison every day, but he, he I think he poisoned himself a few times. Like he, he went too much. That's and, complete insanity. Yeah. yeah, he was pretty. It was like some Vice documentary, and he was severely. One time, Lenny? one time, yeah, this cowboy uh, got bitten by a rattlesnake down there. Yeah, and his buddy was with him, and he said, "Man, I've been bit by a rattlesnake down there. What do I do?" He goes, uh, "Hold on, I'll go get the doctor." So he he rides into town, and the doctor's delivering a baby, so he can't come. But he says, "Hey, you got to cut an X where the snake bite is and suck the poison out." <laughs> he goes, "Hmm." So he rides back out to where his buddy's laying there in the desert and he said what did the doctor say he said doctor said you gonna die (laughs) (laughs) exactly true story yeah it's a it's a classic yeah i remember reading about that in history class (laughs) (laughs) so at least one or two of us completely fired up about the historic basketball game this is so north carolina man this is dripping all shades of blue all over the place uh this is i am really Moved to tears with excitement. Okay, so I'll watch the game. Are you don't get into wrong. college basketball at all? No, regardless, really, like you never have been. No, and I I've traced it back. We didn't really have anything like the ACC growing up in New Hampshire, so it was never like my parents didn't watch it. I never was into it. Yeah. My friends weren't into People it. People in New Hampshire don't like basketball. Well, what it's you're more you know it's funny. So I remember when I moved down here and. Like I even remember, uh, someone we were, we were at the bar one night, and so they were talking about Lenny Bias, and mm-hmm. I was like, I had no, I was like, oh yeah, that's the guy that Celtics drafted who died. Yeah, and I was like, they're like, no, you have no idea, you have no idea who Len Bias is or what he, you know, was, he was he amazing. Was Michael Jordan. Yeah, and I was like, what? Huh? Oh, he was and amazing. I, of course, you live down here, and they have ACC Network, and you, you know, they sh- were showing highlights and stuff. Right. Oh, well, so then experiencing the rivalry and like the games and stuff, like I'll watch it and I like, I'll for sure be watching down here it. long enough. You think you'd be more into it, but I mean, I grew up in Indiana, which is the other basketball right. state. Mm-hmm. So, you know, always basketball has been a thing since I, and you know, Larry birds from down the road and all that kind of stuff. So I've always been into basketball and then I get here and they're kind of like, you have to pick a team. So um, a guy that went to my high school hometown, much younger than me, but whatevs, um, Tyler Zeller played for Carolina. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll pick the Tar Heels. That's a good I've reason. Been there ever since. Do you, are you picking one between the the two Blues? I think, I think if I had to pick, I would go for Carolina over Duke, only because of it, it's family reasons. Like my ex wife's family was into them, and. Like the people I was most friends were were mostly Carolina fans. Really, but I know. I, I mean, I I think, yeah, no. My my family split. My mom is big time Duke, and my sister is way out Carolina. And I told you guys I used to you know run into the guys from Duke back in the day when when they were the big stars like Grant Hill and Bobby Hurley and Christian Leitner, mm-hmm. and so. That's when I, I was state before that. I was NC state before that. But when I got the experience with them and they were all so cool and nice, that's when I got on board with Duke. And I used to work with Bob Harris, who was the voice of the Blue Devils forever. The voice of the Blue Devils. When they, when they won the tournament with that buzzer beater against Kansas that year, you heard him all over the world when Hmm. when it went in at three point. Who was the guy? Was it, is it Gene Banks? 
He, he was another big like he. Oh no, you're thinking of Gene Simmons. No, <laughs> no, he Long wasn't tongue. very. He wasn't very good. fire. Yeah, well, that was him, the demon. You you want to hear my Bob Harris story? <laughs> sure, sorry. So Bob Harris was the voice of the Blue Devils, and he did sports on our AM station when I was in Raleigh mm. on WDNC, and he dressed like a coach, like always. He had those stretchy pants with the button that came across. Polyester. Real kinda, high up, yeah. and the white shirt with the little collar. The only thing he was missing was a whistle. <laughs> so we, we were always friendly and cool and everything until, I mean, he's a great guy. He's, he's no longer with us. But um, he got moved from his office to a cubicle. Oh, when, no. When we changed buildings, we went from downtown out to RTP. So his cubicle was on the other side of my office wall. And occasionally, I would leave my radio on, and he's doing his reports. And it was just enough noise to drive him crazy. <laughs> and he broke my door down. <laughs> to shut your radio off? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. I got there, and the, the what do you call it? The frame is busted and yeah. shattered and splintered off, and the door is open. I'm like, what in the hell happened here? There's nothing in here to steal. And then somebody said, oh, yeah, your radio was on too loud. Bob had to get in there and turn it off. I couldn't find a key. This was, you know, first <laughs> thing in the morning. I'm trying to picture, though, too, with that cool, cool announcer voice. It's like, I can't believe this idiot left his radio on again. I'm going to have to break down the door. And the door is down. down. <laughs> yeah, man. But, you know, like I said, great guy. Other than breaking my door down. Yeah, you deserved it. Did I? I think uh, so. I know. We've had people like that around this building who do that. And yeah. I could, I could. I understand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was obnoxious like that. So... Ozark, I told you guys on that uh, I, I'm a month away. I was even telling Brian, one of our bosses, he just got caught up on Ozark and he's loving it because he heard us talking about it on the radio. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're caught up? Good, because the end is coming at the end of this week on the 31st, which, you know, no. that'd be tomorrow. It's April, April 29th. April. Yeah. <laughs> it was close. You're just excited. It's like Christmas Eve for you. It's, but I'm it's so not ready. Excited. But I, like I'm excited, but I don't want it to end at the same time. I'm like with you. knowing that it's the last eight episodes or whatever. I th I think that this time I won't watch them all in a row until the next morning. Yeah, I think. we we filled the, the whole weekend. We got through it last time, yeah. so um, it won't take long because it was so good. Do you think they'll be able to wrap it up tight? Like, like yeah. For my the best example I can give is, and and I can't remember. I don't think either of you watched Breaking Bad. No. Yeah. That, Not yet. They did one of the best jobs I've ever seen about wrapping it up. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. They really tied it up well. If if I'm guessing, I'd say by the end of this, everybody's dead. That's my prediction. That's I don't know my that. That's guess, pretty much. But Or it could be that it was all a dream. And they... Oh, or <laughs> globe. Everybody was dead all along. Now, how would that be? Because if no. they, there could be little hints to, toward that, you know, throughout um, the show. It could be that Marty is actually like this super boring accountant guy. Which he was. And he just is dreaming that he lives this exciting life when really he's you know, still a super boring accountant guy. When you go back, sometimes like when they do that, like if you go back and watch the first episode again. Like you can look for clues and to see if there was anything that they would go back to. That well, kind of thing. yeah. See, I think you might be onto something there because dreams have played a big part in it throughout the show. Like the time when Wendy killed uh, Marty when she pulled. 
I yeah. actually saw that one. Out in the middle of the road and shot him and took the bag of money. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh my God, what's going on? And then she wakes up. Yeah. And then they also did some uh, flashbacks to Marty when his biggest um, biggest thing going on, his biggest problem was finding office space with the north-facing window. Right. And he was like just super, super, he would not decide on this office because even though it was gorgeous and wonderful because he just wasn't sure about the windows yeah and and then he goes to being you know cartel man yeah so it could be a dream wouldn't that be something no i i hate to me i hate when they do that kind of thing because i to me it feels lazy like that's what killed me about lost is it was lazy oh god don't no but i mean if you think about it they threw out all this mystical stuff and all these things and then to just say nah they're all dead it's like i'm still mad about it or or even with game of thrones it was was like they were just it had that feeling of that we just got to wrap this up yeah you know and it's like that's what I again, I what I most appreciated, or even God, Dexter was another one that ended like that, where you're just like, what? Well, then they brought it back. Yeah, they did I, a new I Dexter. Didn't watch the new Dexter. Movie. I heard it was awful. Yeah, it, well, it also the show itself got weird. But um, oh, really? A show about a serial killer got weird? <laughs> oh, it got yeah. Well, that started part was cool. Fine. <laughs> What's your thing about stuff that scares you now that didn't used to? Do you have any of those? Oh, I've got one. Uh, it's. Like, for instance, uh, things that scare you as an adult that meant nothing to you as a child. For instance, the check engine light, which (laughs) came on in my my Explorer the other day. And I was like, oh, God, what's wrong? What what happened? You know what you do? Mm. You take a business card and you place it on your dash in front of that light. (laughs) And then it's like it goes off. Yeah, you're fine. It it did eventually uh, turn off. Uh, Taxes, which is kind of dumb. Birthdays and getting older. But I'm, no, I'm, these aren't real fears, though. This that's no. not right. other than the engine light. All right. Well, if you think about things, you know, as a child being naked in front of people. <laughs> yes. As that's a child. Eh, check it out. True. Uh, losing your teeth. <laughs> Jumping from a swing or another tall place. I was mm. laughing about that. That's it. Like if I did that, I, that would be over. That's the one man. Things would hurt. When I was a kid, I had no problem with heights. I remember someplace in the mountains. I want to say it was actually Blowing Rock, the Blowing Rock. You used to be able to go out on it. Now it's all fenced in and stuff, and you can't get to it anymore. Oh, yeah. But I remember walking out to the edge and having my feet in my tennis shoes kind of like curling over the edge looking down. And now I wouldn't get 10 feet near that thing. <laughs> Never. The one on this list, though, that 100% is actually reversed for me is other people's opinions about you. Uh, as a kid... I, I would be more concerned yeah. about that now. You I don't care. Don't care. I wish I had more of that because you really don't care. I'm I'm more so care less than I used to, but I still care. I had a big talk with my kid about that. I remember someone once said um, it was in regards to a comedian bombing at one of their sets, and the the manager was like, you know, believe me, no one is going to go home thinking about you. The only person who thinks as much about you or about you is you. Yeah. Like no one's thinking about what you did tonight or what, you know, like. That's great. That's a good point. And so it's like, you know, no one, if you do something embarrassing or whatever, no one's going, oh my God, that guy. Let's talk more about that guy. Well, we talk about people when they do stupid stuff. Hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. And then people post it on the internet and it goes around the world. Yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, people are judging you. So don't worry about it. You're doing good. I don't, just didn't what? tell you to your face. <laughs> Wait a minute. The other one is water. When I was a kid, we were out on the boat all the time, and 
I had no issue with it. I'd jump off the boat into the water and splash around, climb back in. I'm terrified of well, big so water So you're anymore. afraid of sea monsters yes. in particular, but yeah. are you like, if we all said, hey, let's rent a pontoon boat and go out on the lake, would you get in? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like lakes that much, though. But. <laughs> pond? Stream. Uh, so. No, I don't want no pond. What about the ocean? See that's that's scary, and the, it's, it is the sea monster thing, I think. But it's it's like a layer below that. It's more the unknown. Oh, the hold on, deep blue unknown. You've ruled out most bodies of water. Yeah. So the bathtub. We, yeah. So where are we? <laughs> you at? know what happens in the bathtub? Turtle it. I'm afraid of peeing on myself. <laughs> I didn't used to be. I used to do it all the time. <laughs> About the only thing we could get a pontoon boat is one of those little kiddie pools. No, I, I would go on a pontoon boat in the lake. Last okay. time I did that, my friends who I hadn't seen in 20 years threw me off the boat not once but twice. Wow. One time while I was peeing off the boat. There's good friends. <laughs> right into it. Yeah, they thought that was hilarious. Yo, that is one of the worst things ever. I still remember the last time someone tried to push me in the pool. And my my flight insect instinct kicked off because I had my so phone in my pocket. You flew away. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> what wow. I, so I tried That's to jump neat. to the other. Like I was near the corner. Oh no! But I wasn't near enough to Ow. really realistically get there. Yeah. But I tried, and so when I hit, I I hit the side of the pool. It was like concrete. Mm. Ooh. Like all the way down my chest. Did you get a nice rash? Oh, it was awful. Oh, and yeah. So I'm lying there, like at, so. Then everyone's having fun, and I'm covered in like this giant. You know, road rash. Street, yeah, road rash. That's what you get for trying to save yourself. Yeah, oh, so mad. Got to roll with it. Go with I thought it. it would be funny. Go with it, man. There's a list going around that is a little bit controversial for some of us. It's things that used to mean you were upper class, but now mean you're lower class. Waterbed is on the list. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that makes you lower class. I think that that's a, that's a flashing generalization, as we say in sociology. Well, they're just waterbeds are just so outdated. It's so eighties. Yeah, it's so and they're so full of hair. I think <laughs> what what full of hair? You never pushed the side of a waterbed over? And, I never had one. Like no. I've never been near. I never had bed. one. I never had it's one. It's creepy. Friend of mine had one. His parents had one, and we were fascinated by it. You know, we'd go in there and waller around on it. Yeah, and then one time. I was laying on it in such a way that it came away from the frame and between the water mattress and the frame, tons of hair. Gross. Isn't that gross? Would that freak you out? Huh? Like what if you were like if you were sleeping on a waterbed, would you wake up in a panic thinking you're on the ocean? No. <laughs> There's oh. a sea monster in there. I had, a, <laughs> I had a girlfriend who had a twin waterbed back oh, in the day. Weird. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't check that one for hair. Freddie came out of a waterbed one time. He did. Was that the Johnny Depp one? No. All right, what else? Um, a 35-inch TV. Hey, don't knock it. It's plenty. No, it it's used not. to be big, but uh, it, that's what you want. Uh, I, don't, I don't care if I see the people's faces, and I can't read the, the print on the pharmaceutical ads. I don't care. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, flip phones, wallpaper. Wallpaper? Yeah, I, it's that idea that like Our whole, it's okay. outdated. All these things are outdated, and that's what it yeah, really comes down but, to. So, but were they like expensive? Because like our house that I grew up in was built in 1974, and every single room I believe had wallpaper yeah. in it because that's what everybody did. Yeah, you don't see it as much anymore. But so was that like a fancy thing? Yeah, it was. It okay. was. It was fancier than well, paint at that we time. Were fancy. See. My favorite out of all of these, because it reminds me of a friend of mine, was the carpeting in the bathroom. Oh, Ew. we had that too. It was the it, it 
nothing grosses me out faster. Like it was, it was awful because we were also like <laughs> well, partying and stuff. Yeah. And every, like, every room of the house in our house was carpeted except for the kitchen. The kitchen had linoleum, but every other room was carpeted, including the bathrooms. And I didn't think it was gross back then. Cause I mean, you got out of the shower onto a bath mat mm. You know, so you didn't think about the fact that the water was soaking down in there, oh, I guess. So gross. So not even just that. It's like you have a brother, right? I don't. Well, um, <laughs> learn to aim, dude. Uh, sometimes you can't control the splash factor. Yeah, yes, you, you can. can. Yes, you can. As sit Daniel down. Tosh said, always sit down. Sit down. I'm a man. He I said, stand. He I said, stand. I put both hands on my yeah. hips and just get it. <laughs> He's oh, lying God. so much. <laughs> Daniel I bet said, if we called his wife. Daniel Tosh <laughs> said, always sit down and always wipe whether you need it or not. Yep. So remember that, all right, in your carpeted bathroom. And the, <laughs> and the carpeting on the toilet seat matches the carpet all over the floor, too. It's the same red. I just hop out like the dog and drag my butt around it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that was so gross, though, when you would go to somebody's house and they had the carpeted bathroom and it's summertime and you walk in there and the carpet's wet when you get in there. I just don't, I don't remember that happening. And like I said, our house had carpet in the bathrooms until I graduated oh. from high school, so... Did you have the carpety thing on the toilet seat too? No, we did not have those. <laughs> we were not fans of that. Or the the little crocheted doll head with a dress that those covers so up the weird. toilet oh, paper. Yeah, or little, even the foam. Uh, did you ever have like the foam toilet seat? I hate those. Oh yeah, those are gross. Some people love those. I hate those. <laughs> yeah, they're gross. Who is we know that travels with their own toilet seat? Don't we know somebody who who does that? No, uh, I don't think seats? so. Yeah, maybe it's maybe. maybe how do you, you do know? that? Do you have to take the other one off and mm-hmm. then put yours on and use it? And then but they're not all universal. I wonder if you could just place it above the the one you said you you replace toilet seats when you move to a new yeah, house. When I move, when especially I when I was renting, I always replaced the toilet seat. In the new house, just went and bought a new one. That's wild. But I made sure it fit. I didn't have one that I carried around from house to house to house. I'm such a germaphobe, but I have never done that. I've never even thought of it. Really? Yeah. That's like the one thing. First thing I did. I don't think there's not enough cleaner. That's like uh, my cousin wearing used pants. There's not enough detergent in the world for him Mm. to wear used pants. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny to me. It's like, I mean, I get it. And I guess it's sometimes it's like you, you got to wash something first because, you know, sure. you don't know what the degrees of separation exactly. were from your body. Like if you're walking down the road and you see what you think is part of a cool coat sticking up out of a mud hole and then you pull it out of the mud hole and you realize, wow, this is a cool green vintage coat. And then you take it and, and you get it cleaned and you wear it and you enjoy it. I mean, for instance, that's just hypothetical. Your hypotheticals are hmm. real specific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and and you could have also found a random sweatshirt in the road, a hoodie, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and and you might have thought, wow, this is really cool. I think I'll wash it and keep it. You know, okay, I will admit, sometimes maybe hypothetically you're driving down the road and you see a cool hat. Yeah. And sometimes you just can't pass up a cool hat. You can't necessarily mm. wash all the hats. Hat. Would you, hats are hard to wash. Yeah, man. Would you put a found hat on your beautiful dome there? I'm not saying that I have but, necessarily. But hypothetically, yes. hypothetically, would a bald dude with a beard and glasses find somebody's dirty if old hat? If it's a cool enough hat, then I think so. I, you know, that always amazes me because there's always, I, I really want to stop and start documenting like, the things that you find and see on the side of the road. Like, there's always one shoe. I know. I always yeah, wonder what the hell happened. We want to know the story. 
yeah. always one shoe. Mm-hmm. Then there's you know hats I get because like a hat will fly out the window or I, you know whatever. A sock is weirder than a shoe. Because <laughs> yeah. then it was, where, had, where'd the shoe go? You had to take that. I mean, a, a shoe could theoretically fly off in some case, but a sock you got to take that That's, off. I mean, that, I mean, I'm just thinking the only way that makes sense is if you're hanging your leg out the door, or you know, in my what could also happen is you jokingly throw someone's shoe out of the window. Yeah. But or, then I would stop to go get it, not just be like, well, it's gone forever. Hey, look, <laughs> well, good news. I got your shoe and this other shoe. <laughs> if Maddie's in the passenger seat, seat, you know that he's kicked back mm. and got his feet probably hanging out the window. So that could be an explanation. Oh, my shoe blew off. <laughs> Do you know what would be fascinating? If anybody, any of our tens of podcast listeners out there have ever lost one shoe while traveling in a car, Please tell us how that happened. I've never heard anybody say, oh, yeah, that was my shoe. I need a story. <sighs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I've thrown stuff of my sister's out the window before, but it's not like. Is it, do you think that's what it is? It's like a yeah, but, kid fight or something? But I've seen like work boots. Like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Oh, work yeah. boot. Yeah. Work boot. <laughs> one boot. Yeah. By one Timberland that like fell out the window. You don't usually see like a high heel, though. That's true. No, it's generally sneakers. Yes. Or a work boot. Maybe you're jogging and you got such a good pace it fell off and you're like, I got to <laughs> keep kept moving. Going. <laughs> it's like, go for it. I don't need shoes. I got the runners high. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about the hoarders that they filmed here in Greensboro, which is a very famous episode. It was, yeah, it was back from 2017, I think. 2017, Yeah, that sounds right. And uh, you're talking about the lady finding stuff and thinking, oh, yeah. I, can, I can wash this washcloth and use it again. Yeah, and it wasn't one that you probably would want to use. It was a lot of that. But that happens on a lot of those episodes that they're digging sure. through the hoard and they find stuff that they forgot they even had. There was another one where yeah. it was like... And they, they think they can just clean it off, but it's actually covered in mold. And, and mouse well, poop. Yeah. You know, or petrified rat, which as, I saw in the other yeah. one. As I've told you guys, I have stuff. There's a new, um, they call it a spring cleaning hack, where you hide things from yourself until you no longer love them or whatever. I couldn't do that because if I go through a box that I haven't looked at, like mm-hmm. if I go in the attic or if I go in my um, storage room in the garage, there's literally stacks of boxes of treasure in there. And it's like shopping. It's like the best experience. Oh, my God, I haven't seen you in 20 years. I love this thing. Yeah, I think so. I have in our guest room, like the whole top of the closet is full of my bins of things, which is like memorabilia and photos and scrapbooks and da 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 and if I were to go in there even looking for one thing, you'll find me hours later still yeah. sitting there going through stuff. But I never throw it away. Now, is this a hoarder thing? Because you're looking at me funny when I tell that story. You're borderline. And here's my thing. Is that when was the last time you have these boxes? Yeah. When was the last time you looked in them? Because the reason I say that, especially in your garage, is rodents and cockroaches and whatever else Don't say could it. be nesting in your boxes of treasure. Mm-hmm. No. And then- but that's the thing. So even when I was in Florida, my dad, a brand new like food saver vacuum seal thing, like they had opened it, looked in it and closed it, like never used it. And he's like, oh, well, teach me how to use it now that you're here. And you bring it in the house and it's got, I'm like, hey, you know, it's covered in, in roach poop. And he's like, what? And yeah, bugs had gotten in. Uh, you know, yeah, when you keep things, see, I won't ever keep anything in outdoor buildings. I don't trust them. But well, so that's the thing. When's the last time, like even your attic? You know, you've got stuff. If it's not in like a plastic container, if you've got it in cardboard, your your treasure don't there. don't say I'm, it. I'm, yeah, bro, real talk. You need to look at it because oh. I can't get to that stuff. But that's the 
It's there's, your fault that you oh, can't well, get here's, to it, you're, though. You dance the line, my friend. You dance yeah. it. You tiptoe around on it, twirling like yeah. a ballerina. If it was all, like, put away nicely and packaged and preserved and everything, that's one thing. Uh, but if you're... if. If the animals are getting in it, then... I can't believe that these animals are in it. Because the, the first... <laughs> no, none of them can. No. The first level uh-huh. the first level of stuff is all bins. Those okay. great big plastic bins. Yeah. Bins are good. And that's all the way back to the wall. Right. And you kind of have to shimmy your way in the door because it's so full. You Maybe you're right. But then it's bins all the way back to the wall. And then there's no cardboard until on top of the bins. Oh, well, then it's prime pickings for the mice and no. cheese and... Yeah, they don't even have to go around bins to get to it. I'm just saying that one thing I've learned from all these shows and whatever else, it's like there's always a reason why you have this stuff. Yeah. And in your mind, it is the best threat. That is a very common common thing. And whether it's organized, (laughs) I'm just saying, I know that you as well, this is not... I, I don't judge you, it's but cool. I'm just saying you might want to consider that some of your treasure may have been breached. And and what it, and maybe now's the time while you're able uh, and you're not on your oxygen with your hurricane. Right. And, and, and shoveling around like some sort of bridge troll. Yeah. Uh, maybe now's the time to address it. Otherwise, your daughter is going to show up. That's where I was going. What's your, your daughter going to do with all your good stuff? Do you know that she is displaying some of these characteristics as well? Like something broke. Oh, my Aunt B glass. Remember uh-huh. I told you I had a glass from Aunt B um, mm-hmm. on Andy Griffith's show that I bought years and years ago? I don't know how it ended up, but they were using it. I had forks in it at her birthday party and they were using it as a stand for their phone when they were doing TikTok videos. And one of the kids broke my aunt B glass. And so I'm like, Oh man, that's my aunt B glass. And I didn't get upset. I just said, well, I enjoyed it while I had it and I'm getting ready to put it in the trash. My daughter goes, don't throw that away. Mm. Um, it's a broken glass, baby. No, no. It's your aunt B glass. Yeah. So but see, I, I wonder where she got that. TV. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely TV. Yeah. Hey, that's come up before too on previous episodes. I'm just saying. So my point is this, is that I think that you probably do have some amazing stuff. No doubt. And, but maybe every once in a while it might be time to maybe start picking through some boxes and say, maybe some of this isn't what you remember. And and your daughter's going to need her own stuff to hoard, not just be overrun by your stuff she's getting better about it because she used to say when she was little you know you if you walk in my house you notice that there's stuff in there it's not like a path or anything i think it's it's tastefully appointed but i would say (laughs) your house is fine i would say to her you know one day all of this is going to be yours this is mine yeah and you can sell it or do it throw it in the dumpster whatever you want no i'm keeping all this well now she's ready to sell sure yeah she's ready for me to die so she can start selling this stuff off <laughs> like I, I wake up and she's smothering me and i'm like oh get you not yet you better get out I of need here some money dad yeah look as as long as right now while you are still mobile then we're fine and you know and i've been in your house and not once did I feel like your horde was going to collapse on me, which I've seen a lot of. So I still, I'm comparing you to what I've seen. You've okay. got it contained well. I'll, I'll tell you now, the storage room in the garage could collapse on you because like I said, you could barely get the door open to get in there because of all the stuff. And my museum room right now is more of a Christmas decorations storage facility. Is teetering on the edge. Yeah. 
It's okay, buddy. Look, I'm here for you. Do you, you want are? me to come in? I can be like the uh, the professionals. Well, you ain't going to throw any of my stuff away, but you can help me look no. make sure it doesn't have mouse poop in it. God, I can't wait. It's like I hear the dialogue that they have with the, the, with the person, and I can just see Sean Keep and I like, all right, listen, what about this? No, no, that's my good wash rag. No, that one's good. No, wait, what are you doing with that? Where are you going with that basket? Well, it's, it's broken. No, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. You know, that's Elvis an broke an, it. That's an antique yeah. wicker basket. Whoa, what are you doing with that? Plastic table with one leg missing. <laughs> okay. I know where that leg is. It's in there somewhere. When I put the stuff in the storeroom was Memorial Day weekend 10 years ago? Ish. Honestly, I kind of want to see what's in your boxes because I think it's probably is. There's probably some neat stuff oh, in there. Probably some really Coolest. neat stuff. There might be some uh, valuable stuff hey, in there. Oh, yeah, there is. I'll bring it back around. With how technology is coming full circle and things that are becoming valuable once again, you might have done the best thing possible and preserved some stuff that actually is worth stuff. But we need but to get to it. he'll never know because he'll never get in it. Well, mm. we'll just push him down and then we'll, we'll ransack his stuff. <laughs> hey, I'm oh, going to get up. That'll be easy. I'm going to get up sometime. I'm falling and you're in my stuff. <laughs> well, that's going to about do it for podcast number 112 plus. We're so glad that you joined us. <laughs> be plus. sure that you do it again and tell your friends and subscribe and like and all that. And oh, bet you won't play it Friday's coming. If you want to listen to us on the radio and make a request, go to 987simon.com. How about a final and thought? You can listen to us worldwide anywhere on the free Odyssey app or on your Alexa speaker. Is that still around? Hey, yes. what's your final thought? Um, you know, when you get that gray parrot, don't fight with your bird. <laughs> he started it. He's your friend. Shut up, Pecky. <laughs> How about you? Uh, I would say that if you have carpet in your bathroom, uh, you you, uh, you creep me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe you're just gross. Next time. Bye. Bye. Get up, get up, get up. This is Get Up Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 